Richter Mayhem. Richter Mayhem. A special three o'clock edition of Midterm Mayhem. The madness, the mayhem that is the 2022 oh. midterm election. Oh my. Barry is in for Chad. I'm We've dressed. moved it to three o'clock, Barry, because coming up in one hour, it is the Gatos and Chad Creep Show. Oh. Scare us for prizes. Your real life encounter with the supernatural. We do it at four o'clock. On Thanksgiving, uh, Halloween. On Halloween. We do it on Halloween. I was too. already thinking of food. Sorry, guys. <laughs> uh, on Halloween, it's one of the more fun segments of the year. People call in yeah. with their real life supernatural stories. So that's it for. So let's dive into midterm All right. uh, mayhem. Uh, the Barry polls. Markson is in. All right, let's get some poll numbers. Okay. Okay. Because what are we, eight days away? Yeah, we are eight days away, Election Day, a week from Tuesday. By the way, gave us a quick plug. I'll be yes. hosting KTR's election coverage uh-huh. all day Tuesday. I'll be there at 12. All you guys have your shows. And then at night, 7 until whenever. Love uh, it. You, got you and, and Chad and, and Broomhead and everybody going to be on the air with us and, uh, and bringing everybody the latest updates. So this is interesting. Always predictive, though. Uh, our local pollster, a new poll just out, Lake at the, for the governor's position. Uh, Carrie Lake up by two points within the margin of error, uh, which is four points. And just super, super close. This is as, as pretty much every pollster's been saying, this is a toss-up. It's going to just come down to who shows up and votes. Doesn't feel like a toss-up. Yeah, you know, the momentum feels like it's late, but I have to tell you, uh, Car- uh, Katie Hobbs is hanging on. She's been here the whole time. and uh, Really? Well, yeah. I mean, what do you mean she's been here? I haven't the, seen her at the, all. The numbers have been about the same um, the whole way. And look, we can all talk about whether Katie Hobbs is running the best campaign or not, but the real question is, who's going to be the best governor for Arizona? That's really the question. I think either of them are going to, I think both of them are going to stink. Well, in very, very different ways. No, I mean, I've said it from the, from the very beginning. I'm never going to vote for Carrie Lake. She's an election denier. No election denier gets my vote. But I got to tell you, I still got my ballot, man, and I haven't filled it out for anybody for governor, and I may leave it empty. Oh, my goodness. I, that's, I may, that's, a, that's bad. That's bad for the state, Gatos. Make a, make a call. I can't. You, you got, I can't. They're both so bad. No. I, I don't know if well, I can. Tell me, other than that you don't like how Katie Hobbs is running her election, what is it about her that's bad? I don't. There's nothing if, about her that's good. If, if she wins, tell me what you're concerned she's going to do that would cause you not to vote for her. Um, I, think, I think the only good thing that Katie Hobbs would do is probably... Uh, play a little bit of g- goaltender, yeah. you know, and so, she would she would stop a lot of the crazy stuff that comes out of the legislature. That's a, well, that's a big thing because this legislature is potentially going to be very, very but Republican and right wing. She earned the right to be called governor. I guess if she yeah, wins, that's not the question. The question is, what's best for the state of Arizona? What's I'm best not for sure us? either of them are. That, that's the question. I'm having a very difficult time. I'm going to be just flat out honest with you. Let me give you a, let me give you a number here because this this will tell you all you need to know. Here's one of the big takeaways from this poll. Uh, so it's Lake plus, would you say, two? Yep. Okay. Um, a majority of Hobbs' voting base, 55%. They're not voting for her. They're voting against Lake. Yeah. I, so I'll repeat it. 55% of Hobbs' voting base, they don't even like her. But that's but, They're voting but against Carrie Lake. But that, that's, that I'm off, tired of voting that, that way, well, but that's, but that's the choice. And that's a lot of how Biden won. Was, it wasn't voting for Biden. It was voting, I don't want four more years of Trump. Correct. And that's, and that's kind of what this governor's race is. Do you want four more years of Trump only in address in the governor of Arizona? Or do you want something more sane? That's I, I didn't question. want four more years of Trump. But also, this administration is garbage. Well, you got to have to. Like, you have to pick the best. I don't want to uh, pick. Well, you I'm, have to. I don't want you to. Have to. It's the you know what? I'm, I'm tired of picking <laughs> bad candidates. Look, while you're sitting at home in the dark tonight, not, not giving out candy to kids, <laughs> let's sit. We'll, I'll call you. We'll talk about it. Let's run I, down some of can't. these other. Let's run down some of these other numbers. All right, U.S. Senate race. 
Very similar. Uh, In this one, Mark Kelly, the Democrat, he's up by two, Mm 48-46 over Blake Masters. Same thing, uh, four-point margin of error. So, again, Masters has come back. He was down by 10, 11, 12 points early on. A lot of that has come back, and this is going to be – it's going to be a turnout race. Who's going to come out and vote? Who's going to really want to be there to vote for that? Here's where it gets interesting for me in the down-ballot races, Gatos. Secretary of State race. This is the Mark Fincham, Adrian Fontes, and until now, Fincham was always – Always leading, and I couldn't. Under, I, I've interviewed several pollsters on our Thursday election show, and I keep asking the same question: How is it possible that Mark Fincham, with all the election denialism and all the all the conspiracy stuff, we saw it again on sixty Minutes last night? They completely called him out on it. How is he possibly winning? And they would say, well, people aren't paying attention yet. Well, I think they're starting to pay attention, Gatos. Okay. Because in this poll now, Fincham uh, is down. He's losing to Fontes. He had been winning. He's losing now by six points. It's the biggest spread. Adrian Fontes, 48%. Fincham, 42%. That's beyond the, the margin of error. And that is a huge changeover. It's like an eight or 10 point change from what it was before. So huge change in Secretary of State. I think people are starting to pay attention. The other reason I think they're starting to pay attention from this OH predictive poll, Attorney General, another big important a statewide race. Chris Mays now up three points on Abe Hamaday. Hamaday was winning before. He was leading by three points. It's flipped, and now Mays is up 45-42. And you have to ask yourself, why are these races changing? And I think the answer is people are starting to pay attention. And they're asking themselves, is Mark Fincham, is Abe Hamaday, are they, are they qualified? Forget all the other craziness. Forget all the election denialism and all the stuff that, that really makes them, un- you should be disqualifying. But our, Abe Hamaday's 31 years old. He says, I saw a lawyer on Twitter the other day say, I wouldn't hire him to be an associate in my office. He doesn't have the experience to be a mid-level attorney working in Arizona right now, just based on what he's done, and yet he's running to be the head of the biggest law firm in the state of Arizona. It's yeah. it's ridiculous on its face. So I think people are starting to see that. Chris May's up by three points. All right. So there are some of the new polls. Um, let me let's get into the Fincham for a second because he's running for Secretary of State, and he was on sixty Minutes last night. Yeah. It did not go well for him. Listen, it, you've embarrassing. heard. Embarrassing. I interviewed, uh, Chad and I interviewed Fincham, and I will just say this. I'll say it again. I don't know the man. I don't know if he's a good guy or a bad guy. I don't like what he stands for. Um, but uh, it was very difficult to interview him because this guy's on another planet. It's just, I don't know how well, else when to you're, say it. When you're asking people, and I've done this with Abe Hamada, you're asking a question, and they answer with another question, or they say something that's untrue, and you say, well, wait a minute, that's not un- that's not true, and then they just say something else that's untrue. It's impossible. It's, it's, it's tough. Yeah. So here was 60 Minutes with Mark Fincham. Yuma County, we've actually had indictments and people that have pled guilty to ballot trafficking. How many ballots were involved? <laughs> mm, I don't know off the top of my head. I do. Twelve. And I, that's what the that's what the interviewer said right no, after. No, I don't that. think it was twelve. It's four. Ah, it's four. four. Yeah. Ah. All right. So here's the thing. I'm going to play it again. Fincham knows exactly the number. He knows the number. Yeah. He knows exactly the number, but he thinks he's going into an interview where he can just continually lie about what right. he's what he's talking about. So let's play let's play the whole thing. Yuma County, we've actually had indictments and people that have pled guilty to ballot trafficking. How many ballots were involved? I don't know off the top of my head. It's four. Okay. Whether it's four or 4,000, doesn't matter. It wasn't the presidential election. It was a primary. It doesn't matter. It's a defect in the system. Donald Trump won. And I will fight for Trump's America first agenda. Okay. So it's four. Yeah. Um, here's the thing. Biden won by 
10,000 votes. Over 10,000, yep. Okay, you're always going to have some sort of thing happen during every election. It's never going to be 100% well, perfect. But my goodness, you have only four ballots that you were worried and, about? And That's Gatos, it? And Gatos, not fraud. Somebody picked up someone else's ballot and dropped it off. They didn't fill out the ballot. They didn't sign someone else's name. They literally carried somebody's ballot to a box and put it in. Yeah. That's it. They didn't change the vote, nothing else. Yeah. But yeah, four. Four. It's, it's silliness. It is silliness. So I think he's been exposed. I think so, too. I think people are realizing it from your interview with him, from this kind of thing. People are seeing who and what Mark Fincham is. And that race has flipped over 10 points. Adrian Font is now up by six. I just, I, I think, and I've said this before. You know, if if you're a Democrat and, you know, nobody nobody buys this, I guess, but I'll say it again. If you're a Democrat and you like a Republican, you should vote for the Republican. If you're a Republican and you, and you think, yeah. you know what, this Democrat might do a better job, it's OK to, to vote for the Democrat. But I guess that's only in my world. And not many people live in I, my world. I, honestly, I, you're totally right. And that's how we used to vote. And I, I think there are a lot of people out there like that. If you remember just four years ago, Ducey won the governor's race against David Garcia. Or I think that's who he ran against. He won by like 14 points. And then guess who won the Senate? Kirsten Cinema beat, right. beat McSally. Right. Well, that only happens because people split their vote. People voted for the person, not for the party. Yeah. So that can happen here. And by the way, here's how you know Fincham is going down fast, is when you look at online, you look at the online advertising, they're, they're leaving him out. When they're looking at Lake and they're looking at Masters and Hominy, they're together. They leave Fincham out because they know he's an anchor on on the uh, on the ticket. Well, again, I mean, I don't know. I don't know about these polls. The, the, the polls that we're talking about, the last time they did a poll, you know, this whatever they got Lake wrong. They got they had Lake by 18 over in the in the primary. Yeah. Over Robeson. And then they crapped the bed there. So how do I know they're not doing it again? I have no idea. You don't know. That was a disaster. of a poll for those guys. Here's another. They're not so predictive. If you ask me, here's another poll that came out almost the exact same time. It was done by Siena College. It's an A plus poll, according to 538, like a super top notch poll. It has Kelly up 51 percent to Masters, 45. And that was also right here at the end of October. So, I don't know what to expect. Yeah, I really don't. It's, it's going to come down to turnout. If you if you're if you're serious about this, if abortion is your big issue and you don't want abortion to be entirely illegal in Arizona, if you don't believe in election denialism, whatever your issue is, mm. you have to get out and vote. You yeah. have to. Yeah. And by the way, tomorrow officially the last day to drop your mail in ballot in the mail to be and have make sure it's counted on. I better ballot. hurry. You got to get it done. I think I'm leaving that governor's spot. No, empty. <laughs> I'm going to come over. I'm coming over tonight. It's going to be scary. I don't know what to do. I got to tell you what. You know what to do. No, I don't. Oh, you're ridiculous. All right. Becky Lynn, help me here. No. <laughs> no, I think a lot of people feel like me. It's like it's. it comes to a point. We got to wrap this up. It comes to a point where it's like I'm tired of voting for the least bad candidate. Well, then you should run for office. Uh, no, thank you. Then the rest of us can vote uh, for the least bad. I'm not a total bad. phony, and oh. I won't lie to people. Here's but, the thing, too. One of the two is going to win. Yes. One of the two is going to be it. Who's yeah, better? I, I, don't, so, I, I don't feel good about just, putting my name on any of, either one. It will not stop the inevitable. One of the two is going to win. Well, we'll, we'll see, because if Hobbs wins, then we're gonna, it's going to be a lawsuit, so it's going to be toss-up then. <laughs> All right. It's not going to be a toss-up. All right, coming up next. Hey, coming uh, up. which uh, Arizona politician is hiding their true self by wearing a mask on this Halloween? We're going to answer that question on the Gatos and Chad Show. The Gatos Big Q Poll Question, brought to you by your Valley Toyota dealers. All right, let's head over to KTAR.com, take the uh, Gatos Big Q poll question of the day. Uh, what is the best part of Halloween? Costumes, candy, scary movies, or decorations? 
What the hell kind of question is that? Whose question is that? Who came up with that? Wise man Steve Sinsmeister, you were filling in for me today because I was in a plane. Is yeah. that garbage? What kind of question is wow. that? That's not a hard-hitting question. Wow. What do you got? What's, what's your... What's, what's, you did it for me. What's tomorrow's you know, question? You know why I picked that, actually? No. Because it was easy for me to answer. <laughs> that which, was easy Because for, okay. three of those four are bogus. <laughs> which one is your answer? Uh, my answer was decorations. That's your favorite thing? Yes, and I'm going with that because, and solely because, pumpkins are absolutely useless for 11 months out of the year. Yeah. Yeah, but they taste good in my coffee. I don't like costumes because people <laughs> wear them at work and I feel awkward. <laughs> right. Uh, what were the other options? I don't know. Uh, people who, get, who watch scary movies. Yeah. I don't find getting scared to be fun. Oh, boy. You are just low You are really fun. fun today. You're incredible. Wait, yeah, why well, bring I, it down there? What was, uh, the, what was the other one? The number one answer. Breathing. I don't like breathing. <laughs> What's the best part of Halloween? 34% say the candy. All right, let me give you a real. I'm going to give you a real question. He's going to make a really good grumpy old man in just about two or three years. It's going to be phenomenal. I'll give you a good. Here's I a, might be there already. Here's a good question. Uh, you know, I'm oh. going to I'm going to give you a good question. All right. Um, it's Halloween. Which Arizona politician is hiding their true self by wearing a mask? Oh, you see that, Steve? Pay attention. Write notes. Now that's down right hard now. hitting. Uh, Barry, you go first. Who, who do you think? That's a good question. Is hiding who they really are. Wow. Um, you know, it could be it could be Fincham. Maybe Fincham's like a really smart guy, but he's hiding that and coming across this way. Maybe that's it. No, I I think the biggest one is Blake Masters because Blake Masters he ran in the primary as a guy who was completely against all abortion. He wanted to outlaw abortion nationally. He ran in the primary as an election denier, full on, fully on the Trump train, and. And shortly after he won the primary, I think he saw some polling that said he was going to get crushed. Well, he was getting crushed. And he completely changed all that. He took all the anti-abortion stuff off his off his website. He took off the election denier stuff off his website. And and now he won't even say that to the point where Trump, Gatos, did you see that? Trump was, there's a recording of a phone call it, yeah. where, where he's telling, or, or Trump's telling him, hey, you got to stay with the election denialism. Don't don't say you don't agree, you don't know about it anymore. Um, it's he's a, he's a whole different guy. So I don't know who Blake Masters is. I think he's got a mask on. I think he's trying to hide who he is from the American people uh, and from Arizonans, and I, I think that's uh, that's who I would say. Right. How, about, how about you? Uh, which Arizona politician is hiding their true self by wearing a mask? Uh, Katie Hobbs. Katie Hobbs. And I'll tell you why. Because <laughs> first, well, she was the first Democrat to win Secretary of State since 1995. Yeah. Um, she had death threats for years. And see, she's done some stuff that that other Democrats couldn't do. She's been through some stuff that other people haven't. It's got to give you some strength. And I haven't seen that. Okay. So I actually think she's putting a weak mask on. You think she's being weak I, on purpose? Uh, no. I just I just think I always thought she was much stronger. Yeah. Uh, and a much stronger contender. Because she's been through so much. Right. I mean, there are people trying to break into her house. Yeah. You know, she has police in front of her house because election deniers want to get in there. Right. You remember and, 20, yeah, 2020. Right. Then people, when everything was going crazy, they were attacking her on a daily basis. So I thought right. that she was quite strong. Yeah. And whoever's in this mask of I'm weak, I don't get. Does that make sense? Yeah. She's I, much weaker than I thought she but, was. I but, thought she would come and be a much stronger person in front right. of the camera. I don't know what she's like behind closed doors, but... We got to leave it at that. All right. All right. Up next, holding up the headlines, Becky Lynn reads the news. We're going to interrupt and react to the day's top stories. Arizona's news station. News station. 
KTAR on air, 92.3 FM, online at KTAR.com and streaming live on the KTAR News app. Your breaking news and traffic now. It's 3.30 and you know what that means. Time for us to hold up the headlines. And with those headlines, here's Becky Lynn. Arizona votes. We are just eight days away from midterm election day and a brand new OH Predictive Insights poll out today shows close races in the battle for the Attorney General's office and Secretary of State. Pollster Mike Noble with OH says the survey of 600 likely Arizona voters conducted last week. Democrat Adrian Fontes leading Republican Mark Fincham 48 to 42 percent in the race for the Secretary of State's office. Independents who previously drove the undecided margin are now breaking for Fontes. And Noble says they also quiz voters about the attorney general's race. Democratic candidate Chris Mays takes a well within margin of error lead over Trump endorsed candidate Abe Hamada at 45 to 42 percent. Jim Cross, KTAR News. Holding up the headlines. Becky Lynn reads the news while Gatos and Chad interrupt and react to the day's top stories. All right, let's hit a couple of those polls. So I want to start with Fontes Fincham. Yeah. Fontes, the D, Fincham, the ultra MAGA. Uh, so now Fontes has flipped it. He's leading. So from what Becky Lynn, you know, that story said, independents are looking at this race and they're flipping to Democrat. All right. Why aren't they doing that in the governor's race, Barry? Well, I, th- I think they're starting to pay attention more. And it's uh, and, and just overall, I think independents who are in the undecideds are paying attention. They're learning more in the governor's race. Katie, uh, Katie Hobbs, as you said, she's she hasn't for some people, she, she hasn't shown strength and she's not out there as much. Some think that as compared to Carrie Lake. And uh, that I think is the issue. But the main thing is when they're seeing Fincham and they're seeing what he really believes and what he says he's going to do. It's crazy town. Yeah. And they're and they're running. They're running from him. His numbers are down. People who are voting for him have, have left and everybody's going. Going towards Fontes. That's the biggest race so far, 48 to 42 for Fontes. All right. And the governor's race, uh, a majority of Hobbs voting base, 55 percent, they're voting for her because they don't like Carrie Lake. Yeah. That's not good for Katie Hobbs. Who likes well, Katie Hobbs? Does anybody out there actually like her? I think there's a lot of Democrats who like Katie Hobbs. It's uh, there, there's you know, even you're saying you don't like how she's campaigning, but you can't come up with anything that she would do as governor that really bothers you that much. There's the, the question. Oh, Barry, is, you don't listen to the show then, my friend, because I've been doing hour after hour on that. <laughs> we'll do a whole segment on it. I could give you two hours on what I don't like about her. All right. We're holding up the headlines. Another former president coming to Arizona in support of Democratic candidates. Former President Barack Obama is expected to make an appearance in the Valley this week to show his support for Senator Mark Kelly and candidate for Governor Katie Hobbs. The event is Wednesday from 4 to 9. No location for the rally has been announced. Patricia Valencia, KTAR News. Where has he been? Why, why didn't Obama come out here two months ago? I don't know how that actually really is going to help anybody. Because let's remember, Donald Trump came out here when he was running in 2020 like 15 times and he lost Arizona. So I don't know if Obama coming out here is really going to move the needle for any Democrat. Yeah. And if it, if it, where have you been? I mean, I, we got eight days. Well, he shows up at the end. Look, the idea is to drive excitement and get people to go to the polls. It's to remind everybody to vote, to get them excited again, kind of get the Democrats. The Republicans up. are only going to the polls, Barry. The Democrats have already mailed their ballot. Well, in. A lot of them have, but if people can still mail their ballot in and they can still, uh, they can still go to the polls. So that's, look, that's why Trump's going to Pennsylvania right now. It's why Obama's coming here. It's to get the base excited and make sure they vote. That's, that's what these last visits are for. All right. Uh, or it's you're scared you're going to lose and you have to pull Barack Obama uh, out. I don't think Obama shows up if they think they're going to lose. I think they, they think they send him only to where they think they're, they can win, where it's going to be important. All right. We're holding up the headlines. 
Arizona's rising real estate. A new affordable housing apartment complex broke ground today. It promises a solution to the state's growing housing crisis. Each apartment is up to $700 less than average. KTAR's Colton Krolak joins us live to tell us more. Phoenix is the fastest growing city in the country, and the area has not kept up with the housing supply, according to Mayor Kate Gallego. Evictions in Maricopa County hit a high, a 13-year high. The average housing price is now $470,000. Last month, that's not attainable for everyone in our community, and that's why I'm excited to support this project. The Streamliner 67th Complex will be built at 67th Avenue in McDowell and will have 292 units. Construction is expected to be complete in early 2024. Reporting live, Colton Krulak, KTAR News. Yeah, I mean, after the Great Recession, Arizona stopped building. We just did. We stopped building anything. Homes, um, apartment complexes. Now I'm seeing these apartment complexes go up. It's 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 incredible. I'm seeing them built everywhere, and we need them. Yeah, there's there's a lot of buildings still going up, and I I'll tell you though in Scottsdale, and this is a big issue in their city council election. Um, the people the people who are running are all anti growth. They don't want more building in Scottsdale. They don't want apartments. They don't want they're just anti growth, and that's why you're, you're seeing a lot of rents go up really high in right. certain areas around the valley. It's it's going to be tough. People want to move here, which is good, but that's driving prices up. All right, we're holding up the headlines. Phoenix police say two criminally insane patients at the Arizona State Hospital have been arrested Mm. after they allegedly assaulted workers and barricaded themselves in a section of the hospital. The state health department, which runs the hospital, says they damaged medical equipment and threatened to use it against the workers. ACDHS says these types of incidents are incredibly rare. Sounds like a movie that should be on Halloween. I thought the same thing. (laughs) That's crazy. Yeah. Uh, then there was some people were hurt too. I'm just hearing this. Some people were hurt. Mm-hmm. Yeah, goodness gracious. You know, and they were mentally insane, yeah, the, criminally well, insane. The, me, the mental hospital. Yeah, yeah. People don't even realize that we have a hospital like that that treats people who are just uh, and houses them who are just completely. Is, you know, yeah, they're insane. They well, have we real mental places. health issues. It's down places. on Van Buren, right? That's the one. I, I think so. Um, but it's a, it's a huge operation. Yeah. It has a, a, a separate chair for that. It's all appointed by the governor. I mean, it's a it's a major major thing, and we don't. We don't hear much about it. This is kind of where we put people and who are, who have really serious mental health issues. Oh, uh, yeah. Holding up the headlines. The Arizona Department of Public Safety has arrested the man accused of killing three Grand Canyon University students in a wrong way crash earlier this month. We believe he was impaired at the time he decided to go uh, in the wrong direction, I-17. There's Bart Graves with DPS who says the investigation is ongoing. The driver is 25-year-old Vincent Ian Acosta, and he's facing three counts of second-degree murder, 11 uh. counts of endangerment, and two counts of aggravated assault. Well, Barry, I'm glad we have you in for this because you're an attorney. And when we talked about this guy getting behind the wheel, impaired, and, you know, you could... Uh, you can say he murdered three people. I yeah. think he murdered three people. Well, did he? Did he? Meet, did he set out to murder three people? No, but he ended three people's lives. This guy should never get out of jail again. Is there a possibility of that? Like, if he, if you take lives, you don't get yours. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, look, it doesn't work quite that well, and, and it is. They're, they're saying they murdered him, but it's second degree murder, not not first degree murder. And I so, get it. Yeah, but there's always so that's, there's no death penalty at play for that. I don't believe, and also right. there will be. It'll be a sentence, but it's not a even a life sentence has a, a way to get out of it. So, can I tell you that 25 years from now or something, the guy might not get out? No. Uh, and how but, long is he going to stay in jail? You think? I, I don't know. I mean, it's Do you uh, have a guess. It, it's I, it, I, is, is at least 10 years or tw- at least 20. I would say 15 years. Oof. That's what I'm going to say. He's but getting I'm, off easy. But I'm completely guessing I have no idea. And okay. I don't know how strong their evidence is and whether he'll plea. And there's other things like that, too. 
And you have to look at the. It's it's bad news. I mean, this is awful. He's he's, he's impaired. He's he's why driving should, the wrong way. Why should he be allowed a normal life when yeah. he killed three women? Yeah, you're right. Why should he be able to come out in 20 or 15 right, or 20 years? college students. I mean, he's only 25. He'll get out when he's, even in 20 years, he gets out when he's 45 years old. I would never let that, if I was, if, listen, I know that I'm not the judge or whatever. I'd never let that guy out of jail. Yep. You killed three women. You're, you're, you're drop the hammer on these people. Yeah, you, you have to, because there's no, how else do you do, how, how else do you do it? Because you got a guy, you know, who, who didn't, who thought all about himself. Oh, I'm going to drive and I'm going to get on the highway for 10, 15 minutes, go the wrong way. I'm so, I'm so inebriated. I'm so high or whatever it was. How do you even get on the freeway going the I wrong way? I don't know. It's incredible. I think you, I think you have to be drunk yeah. almost. And that's what he did. He killed three, three women. All right. We're holding up the headlines. Beware, the witches and goblins will be roaming the streets tonight. Phoenix Police Sergeant Melissa Solis cautions drivers to keep an eye out for them, especially in the residential areas. If you are trick-or-treating, try your best to stay on the sidewalk, utilize crosswalk, follow the traffic laws. And she also advises all trick-or-treaters carry a glow stick or a flashlight or something bright so you'll be visible to drivers. Uh, it's a great point because, uh, you know, I said this last week, a lot of times when, you know, we're all going home and we settle into our neighborhoods or driving yeah. into our neighborhoods, we know it so well. We whip around the corners, maybe we roll the stop sign just a little bit, yep. and this is a night where you can't do that. You gotta be careful. You gotta be careful. You got you got to you got to have your head up on a swivel because you never know when a little kid's going to be running into the street. And Go it's, uh, slow. Yeah, no, you're absolutely right. All right. Absolutely right. Be careful out there. Yes. All right. That's it for holding up the headlines. Be careful driving home. Everybody's trying to get home early and get there, and there's already six accidents on the freeway. Be videos. careful. Yeah. In 20 minutes. Oh. Oh, that's yeah. spooky. In 20 minutes, we will open up the phones as we do every single year. It's the Gatos and Chad Creep Show. Scare <laughs> us for prizes. You will call in your real-life encounter with the supernatural, a tradition since 2006 here on KTAR. It's at 4 o'clock. Barry, you're about to fill your shorts in about 18 minutes. I'm just going to let you know. <laughs> that's, that's what I'm normally scheduled to do, it, so it works out perfectly. <laughs> All right. It's the Creep Show. Your call's 4 o'clock. Get ready. Arizona's news station, KTAR News, 92.3 FM. Gatos and Chad. Talking pigskin with Dolly. Brought to you by Day and Night Air Conditioning, Heating, and Plumbing. Serving the Valley for 40 years. The difference is day and night. All right, uh, Chad's off today. Barry Markson is in. And we're pleased to be joined by Polly Pigskin, the Arizona Cardinal sideline reporter, every Monday at this uh, part of the show. P-Cal, Paul Calvisi, how are you, buddy? The Barry and Larry show. Let's go. Let's bring it. I, I like got, it. I even I got like top it. billing. That's fantastic. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Paul, you ready? Give us the best treat and the worst trick of the Arizona Cardinals 2022 season. What has been a treat and what has just been a trick that has just been awful? Well, the treat has been DeAndre Hopkins. There's yeah. no doubt about it. I yeah. mean, he had 12 catches on 13 targets over a buck 50, a one-headed ridiculous <laughs> touchdown grab where he used only one hand because he used the other hand to shh the, uh, put his finger to his mouth of those Vikings fans, right? <laughs> so that was solid. Uh, the biggest trick, it would be the inconsistency, would be the mistakes, guys, would be different guys at different times making different mistakes and everybody better ratchet it up. Mm. Gatos, you've heard me compare this to a, a school semester, right? Well, guess what? 
The midterm is coming up. So you better ace this midterm of three straight division games of Seattle, the Rams, and the Niners in that order over the next three weeks. Or guess what? You're going to flunk the class. The good news is, though, that 30% of the class is based on the midterm and about 60% of the class is based (laughs) on the final exam. So there's still a chance to save your grading, your keister from your parents before they go ahead and end your college funding. (laughs) Wow. Wow. There's a lot going on there. I tell you what. I'm a little salty. I'm not going to lie. There I was on that. I was on the Cardinals sideline. We went all the way to Minnesota. The weather was so nice. They had the window panels open. People I, oh, were well, playing I, golf. It was ridiculous. I, I, I mean, okay. I've got this picture of a of a, of a, a drunk Paul Cavisi passing out candy <laughs> no, to kids today. He's no. yelling at the kids. You call no. that a costume? Like that? Okay. It's going to be nasty in there, Paul. I'll channel my inner Patrick Peterson who was yelling at the Cardinals sideline. <laughs> he was right, and he was cursing and bleeping us the entire game. And wow. then he got the stinking win, and I'm like, Ugh! and then, he, so, and then yeah. he was on video calling out Steve Kime. Where's Steve yeah. Kime? Is uh, it yeah. was crazy. Paul, let me, let me ask you. I, I'm always curious about this. In the locker room, was there any discussion? Was it Dorsch that dropped that punt? I mean, is there any discussion afterwards? I mean, it's just such a, I, I call it a rookie mistake, just a basic mistake. You have to watch the ball all the way in. That, that, that was just, that changed the whole yeah. game. It was over after that. It did. The two interceptions and yep. then the, the drop punt. You know, Rondell Moore had a good comment today. He said, I did that last year. I was the guy in the Packers game. You just got to be mentally tough. And it's something the Cardinals, for all the mistakes they've made this year, it's something the Cardinals were really good at. They had the second fewest turnovers going into that yeah, game right. yesterday. And then, look, the little things are big things in the NFL. The big things like turnovers are monumental. They're game changers. Right, so if right. you're going to turn the ball over on the road, you're done. All right. Paul Calvisi will talk to you next uh, Monday. Thanks, man. Okay, remember, Hard Knocks is coming, by the way. Can't so wait. That's, that's the other layer oh, of motivation. Right. You don't want to look bad on I HBO, so time to bring it. Here we go, the midterm. See you, man. Okay, see you. You've been listening to Pigskin with Polly on the Gatos and Chad Show. Brought to you by Day and Night Air Conditioning, Heating, and Plumbing. Serving the Valley for 40 years. The difference is day and night. Hey. All right. It is time on this Halloween to open up the phones as we've done since 2006 here on KTAR. It is the Gatos and Chad Creep Show. Scare us for prizes. You call us and tell us about your real life encounter with the supernatural. 602-277-5827. As the lights dim here at KTAR. Wow. 277-KTAR. Your calls, your real-life encounter with the supernatural. Join us next.